I'm not mad. I'm just irritated. Welcome to a episode of I'm not mad. I'm just irritated. I'm your host, Bill Flanagan. I wasn't even going to do an episode today. I didn't think I have enough material. I probably don't. But I'm sitting here in my garage. I'm just going to wing it. I'm just going to wing the entire episode. Normally, you're probably thinking, yeah, you wing it every time. No. I have some notes. I take notes. Note cards. So I know what I'm talking about. Not today. But I do have a relatively failing memory I can try to pull things from. But I do know that I need to give you a bed report. If you missed the last episode, which was titled, There's a Bed in the Road. You heard me tell a story about a bed, frame, headboardy thing. It's not, not a mattress and box springs, just in the shoulder of the road. Right before 183 kind of flies over into Mopac. And I told you I was going to give, a, give you a report. Well, I went by there. Today is Wednesday. I went by there on Monday. Bed's still there. I finally realized what the plan's going to be. The more people drive near that section, that little area, and the more the tires kind of might shift over into the shoulder, it's not much, five, five feet, the more that bed frame is going to turn to complete and utter chalk, chalk dust. It's going to be sawdust. Not going to be anything, anything there. And that's how it's going to be removed. And then we're going to blow it away. That's the evil plan. I don't think it's going to work. That would take years. That's a life after people episode. Five years after people, the bed frame stands in the weather, slowly breaking down because of insects and weathering, rain pounding on the bed frame, wind whipping at the bed frame. Ten years after people, half of the bed frame is now in sawdust. Fifty years after people, the only thing remaining of the bed frame is the post. That's what it would take to have the bed frame or the whatever you want to call it, the bed remains gone from the planet. 50 years of disintegration. Okay, it's still there. Again, my $200 offer for someone to set up a little end table and a lamp stands. But you know what? Here's, here's the thing. Last week it was $200. This week, since you didn't jump to it, it's $175. Still worthwhile. But you're not getting two bills. Minus $25 because you didn't act fast enough. Once it's down to about $25, I doubt you'll bother anyway. Anyway, bed report. Don't say you, I didn't give it. You know, there was a, um, I happened to notice a Depends commercial on TV. So we're going to talk about that. You know, it's an ugly little secret that we're, <laughs> we're all going to be buying them someday. If we're old enough. If, if we're so lucky, God willing, that we live old enough, live to be old enough, there's a really high chance 
we're going to be sporting a Depends at some point. So I had a discussion about this with my wife. And she claims they're mostly for women. I said, well, that's not true. Dudes wear Depends. I see the commercials. Yeah, well, that's really for bladder control. You know, women sneeze and they pee or whatever. It's like, that's a poise pad. That's what that is. That's a little extra panty liner. That's not a full-on Depends when you sneeze and you squirt a little bit. We're talking about incontinence. And incontinence can be pee or trouser chili, either one. Both are unappealing, one a little more so. If you get to the Depends state in your life, first of all, congratulations. You're 85 or 90, I hope. Here's the thing. There's never going to be a time where it's like, yeah, I'm just going to need Depends for a while. And then I won't need them anymore. It's like, no, that's, they're here forever. You're probably going to have to buy trousers a little bit bigger over the Depends panties, under britches, have to be a little bit bigger. Oh, I'm overwhelmed just thinking about it. I... I uh, okay, at my age, I'm thinking, hey, if I'm sporting Depends, you know, just push my head under the water. Just keep it there. But when I'm older, it's like, no, leave, leave, don't do that. I'm fine. If my younger self and my older self could have a conversation about this Depends thing, I think I'd feel a little bit better. I got off on a little bit of a sidetrack. But the whole point of the Depends commercial that I saw on TV was the tagline was the, um, I don't know, the logo slogan. That's what I'm looking for. Depends. And underneath it, it said, the only, <laughs> the only thing stronger is you. And that, that blows my mind on, on a couple levels. First of all, obviously, your bladder's not that strong. Your butthole or your pisser's not that strong. And you need the Depends. And hopefully, they're stronger than your leaky butthole, leaky pee-pee. So, no, Depends are not, the only thing stronger than Depends is not you. That's why you're wearing Depends, sadly. That's a horrible, whoever, whatever ad, ad executive invented that should be fired immediately. And I should be installed as the new slogan maker for Depends. It's like, it's not going to be Depends the only thing stronger is you. It's going to be depends. Yeah, we're stronger than you. And your leaky butthole and your leaky pee-pee. Depends. Yeah, when you, when you try to fart and you shit a little bit, you're going to need us. Depends. When your penis is just like a faucet, a hose you can't turn off. That's when you need depends. I'm not looking forward to that at all. Hmm. You know, I have thought about wearing Depends, like if I go to a concert, like a general admission concert, and I happen to get up close, and it's going to be rocking. And I know that if I leave to pee, it's, I'm never going to make my way back up there. I've thought about many times, you know, I'm going to wear some, some man underwear Depends. I'm going to drink that beer. I'm going to piss myself. It'll be fine. And then on the way out, just kind of reach in, rip the side of the Depends, one side, rip it, just sling it off of my jeans just throw it on the floor on the way out 
Like, screw you for not having a, a, a better plan for paying for your customers than that, that we have to revert to Depends. All right. Should I stop talking about Depends? Yes. I should. I should stop talking about Depends. I'm going to. Hey, we had a bird's nest in the backyard. Six birds. Six birds' eggs. Six bird eggs. Little tiny things. And then they hatched. One didn't hatch. And then the egg just disappeared. So I guess the, the mama bird just knows how that happens and discards of it. Then so we had five birds. And they were just, you know, how little birds are, how ugly they are, and how there are no feathers, and they're stretching their necks wanting mom to regurg some food. It's disconcerting. But it's nature. I'm down with it. Well, it wasn't, I don't know, two weeks? No more than three. After those things hatched, they're gone. They flew away. And my wife, she's doing all this research on the birds, trying to figure out kinds of birds, trying to figure out if they're going to come back after they leave. No, they don't. Once they leave, they're gone. I thought, well, what if they need to have, take a nap? They're going to, only the napping they know is in the bird's nest. What, are you just going to nap in the tree? I don't even know how, who teaches that? That would be like all of a sudden, you, oh, you can't sleep in your bed anymore. You have to go stand on this pole and sleep. It's like, I can't do that. So hats off to birds. Hats off to those birds. Ooh, my dog Rocky. All right. He's not long for this earth. His health is very poor. So we started, he started being picky, picky with his food. So we started um, making his food. And his food is rice and pumpkin and chicken that we boil and shred. Apparently it's extremely tasty and much better than the crappy food he's been eating his whole life. So now instead of sleeping until 8.30, he'll like wiggle awake at 5 o'clock and think, time to eat that good food. It's like, it's not. Not for a long time. It's gotten very annoying. Just so you know that that's what I'm dealing with right now. It's sleep deprivation. It's a whole thing with the sick little doggy whom I love. He's creating a chain reaction of issues. He gets up, and the other dog wants to get up. And then he's excited. You know, he doesn't wake up slowly. He's, boom, tail thumping against furniture. You can't even sleep. Alice says, go back to sleep. He's like, I'm wide awake. It's 5 o'clock. I know. It sucks. I'll be dragging ass at 1.30 in the afternoon. I wish I had a cure for that. Guys, guess what's coming? Chalky Chalk Report. You missed it, you love it, and you need it. Chalky Chalk Scale. It's the Chalky Chalk Report, and I have a new concept in the report. It's going to blow your mind. The Chalky has moved. The knees are not as chalky as the shoulders. I don't know if I'm sleeping on my side wrong, if I'm putting my arm at a weird angle, but now my knees feel 10 times better than my shoulders. The chalk has now shifted. I don't know what this means. I don't know if this means that from now on, every chalky chalk report 
needs to be specified to the what area of the body. Or if I, it will default back to knees. I had a problem with a big toe. I don't think that really needs to be included in the chalky chalk report unless it spreads to the entire foot. But uh, I'm still gobbling some uh, Advil as needed. So anyway, chalky chalk report, it's moved to the shoulders. It's crazy, man. Chalky chalk out. Hey, I hope you had a great 4th of July. I hope it was wonderful. I stayed in the car. <laughs> so, you know, last year I did a 4th of July episode. There were fireworks. It was a whole thing. They just wouldn't stop going off in the neighborhood. I don't live in that neighborhood anymore. So this is going to be a new experience for me. My son still lives in that neighborhood. He said that the fireworks started about June 26th. And I think they're still going on today. Today's the 6th. There's a big thing on the Facebook neighborhood page over there. You're not supposed to have them, apparently. That's never stopped anybody. A guy posted, if you try to take my fireworks, I'm going to shoot you. It was, that's how crazy it got in the Liberty Hill redneck area. Thank God I don't live there. So I moved to Lago Vista. There's signs everywhere. We have a lot of woods out here. There's a decent chance you could start a fire. Not in Santa Rita Ranch. There's nothing out. There's not a tree you could throw a, a stone to. Just a bunch of wooden fences, I suppose. At any rate, there are signs all over Lago Vista. No fireworks allowed. None. I thought, that's my kind of town. On the neighborhood page, if you have fireworks, call this number. I'm going, that's what I'm talking about. Guess what happened? Tons of fireworks. How can you be for law and order and rules and regulations and pay no attention to that one thing? I'll do fireworks whenever I want, wherever I want. All right, so much for those fireworks, man. They're expensive. They're done. Go to a show if you really want to see it. There's a fireworks show on TV. It's probably just as good. You don't have to people everywhere. You don't have to be peopling that day. Just people at home, like everybody should be. All right, I went to Torchy's. You know, I'm back at Torchy's buying buying tacos. And I have a I have a beef. I have a couple of beefs with Torchy's. Not enough to keep me from going to Torchy's. But there's one that I don't think I've ever talked about on my show. And it should have been in the first episode. Here it is. More often than not, when I go to Torchy's, there is a table set up outside the entrance for DARE. D-A-R-E. Drug something resistance. Drug awareness and resistance education. I think that's it. DARE. And they're, they're wanting money. Well, you know, I just spent six bucks on a taco. I'll tell you what, lower the taco price to $350. I'll give you the difference. People, does dare actually work? Here's the other thing is, I don't want to talk to you at your table. I want to go get my taco. I want to leave. I don't want to talk to you. You know what I had to start doing? Going inside door and going in back door. There's three doors. Front door, occupied by the dare table. If I see them, it's like, nope. I'm not even doing it. I'm not conversation-ing with you about D.A.R.E. Going inside door, exiting back door. I do it all the time now. It's SOP, standard operating procedure if I see D.A.R.E. 
Do, do they, they must get a lot of money. People, they're still there. It's insane. Don't really get it. What does it mean when someone says, I'm just so blessed on Facebook? Underneath their profile picture. I'm blessed. Well, we're here. We're breathing oxygen. We're all blessed. I think if you're saying you're blessed, it's a cry for help. You're not really blessed. It's code for my husband's beating the shit out of me. But I have to put I'm blessed on Facebook so everybody thinks everything's fine. I'm blessed. I think it's code for my kids are doing methamphetamines. I don't think people that are truly blessed are putting that up there. I'm not saying they don't appreciate it. I'm just starting to think that I'm blessed as code because my husband's on, on, on to me. Hey, I posted a thing on Facebook the other day. Back in the day when I um, would take my kids to church, because I thought, you know, that's what you do. I was a single dad. You take your kids to church. Went to the Hill Country Bible Church, non-denominational. It's like a concert, like a show. I got, I got a drummer on the pulpit area. It's a show. They're putting on a show, man. They got videos. You know, they got a $30,000 or more, probably a $100,000 system to do the sound. It's a show, man. That's why I never gave them any of my money. First of all, I was poor. I was a working poor at the time. It's like, they don't need my money. They got a $100,000 stereo system in here. I'm not saying they don't do good. It just seemed weird to me. All right, so I took my kids to the kids' church where they have the cool pastor and the ripped-up blue jeans and, you know, and the T-shirt. And he's sitting up there with a couple of, you know, 14-year-olds that play the guitar. You know, he's reaching out. And they start singing the Def Leppard song, Pour Some Sugar on Me, but they had changed it to Pour Some Jesus on Me. My son was old enough to know, like, hmm, I don't know about that. I looked at him. He looked at me. I said, see ya. I'm going to big boy church. And then it was like he reached out. No, but he stayed. We still laugh about it, but it ruined the song. The Hysteria album was a great album. Pour Some Sugar on Me was monster. And it got ruined by Groovy Pastor Youth Man. Still a little bitter. And that was probably 15 years ago. Close to it. I don't really get it. Why would you ruin that? Hey, so 4th of July, I didn't really have any plans. It's hot as balls and muggy, and I don't want to be around people. Certainly wasn't going to the lake. And I'm thinking, well, you know, I should grill. I really don't want to grill. It's like, what, I'm, I'm grilling two hamburger patties, one for me and one for Allison. That's not really barbecuing. So you know what we did? Well, it's my birth month. So I get a little thing from Red Robin. You get a free burger. We went to Red Robin. Burgers were delicious. Steak fries, all you can eat. There were like seven other tables in there. And it's, it was hilarious because it's like, yeah, we should be at home grilling. But we don't want to. So we, you know, we're just going to Red Robin. This is our grilling for the day. There were a couple times where I, I locked eyes with other people in, the, in their booths. I'm just like, yeah, we're not grilling either. When I first walked in, they tried to sit me next to a family. 
with like four kids. It's like, no, I, I just told her, I said, yeah, no. Why would they do that? The place was empty on that side of the room except for the one table. And they wanted to put me next to it. Listen, I don't have anything against them. Well, yeah, I do have anything, a lot of things against kids. They're too loud. You know, you know what really irritates me? When you're talking to a grown-up and their kid's there, and you're just talking about something, and their kid just interrupts. Instead of the grown-up saying, hey, you know what? Shut your pie hole. I'm talking over here. Don't interrupt me, or it's going to be closet time for you. You know what they do? They go, what do you need, honey? And then they run off in the middle of the sentence to appease their child. It's the worst parenting ever. I have a couple of friends that do that, and I hate it. And I've decided right here now, it's like no, no longer tolerated. I'm going to look at that kid and say, hey, shithead, I'm talking to your fucking dad here. Go eat a dick and run off. Is that, is that too harsh? You know, that would scar them for life. But you know what they wouldn't do? Interrupt anymore. All right, uh, Behind the Music is coming back. Do you remember that VH1 show in the 90s, Behind the Music? Told you about all the dirty secrets behind all the bands. How great was that? So here's the new lineup. Ricky Martin. I think we know everything behind his music, don't we? LL Cool J. That might be some cool shit. Huey Lewis. That dude is like apple pie and the 4th of July in baseball. What behind the music could that be? Busta Rhymes. I don't really know his music. I just know he's got a cool name. Now, Duran Duran. Oh, the Taylors. Roger Taylor. John Taylor. And the other Taylor I can't remember. John Taylor. Come on. As good looking as that dude was, I want to know what behind the music was on that dude. New Kids on the Block? Eh, maybe. Brett Michaels? He's a douchebag. You know, I went and saw him. He was fine. It was a fun show. But uh, I don't have anything against him. He just seems kind of douchey. And then a guy named Fat Joe on September 9th. I don't know who that is. All the other behind the musics I've heard of, except for Fat Joe. I wonder what he is. I will not um, Google that. I don't want to know what Fat Joe is. I want it to be a surprise. Guys, I want to wrap up this episode. I want to thank you for listening. Uh, We'll have another report on the bed in the road. (laughs) Next episode, see how much uh, chalky chalk dust sawdust is left. I'd like to thank uh, the intro music performed and written by Joe Freund. The outro music written and performed by Brother Mike Flanagan. I'd like to thank my underwriters, Allison, Will, Shrey Hey Hey, and Matt Beards. You could be an underwriter for as little as 99 cents a month. I say it, y'all don't do it. You know, my birthday's coming up. You should do it. Do it for like two months. That's $1.98 and then you cancel. You'll make my day. Anyway, Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on, eh, I'm not mad. I'm just irritated. I'm out. See ya.
irritated. 